I wanted to say some stuff too, like in terms of one of the things that Keith mentions is um, Jessica, and I mm-hmm. wanted to talk about Jessica and say that um, Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, I love that actress. She's a great actress, but I, I agree with Keith in in that. Just my view of Jessica, and and I know that this part of it has been also tainted by David Lynch's movie because they the I can't remember the name of the actress, but she is Francesca Annis. She's so I never gorgeous. forgot. So okay, so real quick, <laughs> quick on Francesca Annis, beautiful woman. So yes. I don't know if you guys are because I also write I write plays, so I, I kind of read plays and I watch plays and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare. Um, there was a move. Uh, there was a movie they made of um, uh, Macbeth, and, uh, and that actress from Dune is in that. And the reason why I love that David Lynch is because in the Shakespeare one, she plays uh, Macbeth's uh, crazy wife. When I saw her in Dune, I was like, "Oh my God!" They have her as Jessica, which like obviously it kind of tainted what I view as Jessica. But then in the book, it's the same thing in the book where. She's supposed to be like very like attractive, and, and the yeah. way that re- with Rebecca Ferguson, she's a great actress. But and it's not that she's not attractive, but the way they make her like they make her more like kind of like she's more of a utilitarian wife. Like she's not like the chem- like that's another thing I want to add. The chemistry between her and the Duke in the book, and also in the Lynch version. They're supposed to be kind of like they're in love. They're, yeah. But they make it seem like it's more of a business, business mm. deal in this movie. Like they're together, and you never, I never got the sense that okay, yes, they love their son, but yeah. did they really love their son because he's part of their strong relationship together as a couple, or did they just kind of like this is our seed and. Because we're royalty, we he must be protected at all. Like there, like mm. I didn't sense this uh, chemistry of love between them, which I think was lacking. Because I don't think Ferguson was a bad actress. I just think that the, the way that they made the script for her, or however they made, however she or however she was told to interpret it, mm-hmm. I think was in the wrong direction. Like she, I don't think Rebecca. It was more like like uh, Jessica was more just like a like a. Like a, a scared mouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and also like very like love, like like loveless. Like there's no passion in her. Like you know. So she she's his concubine, right? Yes. So let me. That, that's a different. That's almost like a okay, business so, relationship. So let okay, me. Well, so, let me bring that. Well, can I? Yeah. Go ahead, Keith. Go ahead. All right. So with the royal houses and the Dune universe, whether you're a duke or a baron. Um, if you desire, you can have a concubine if you don't want a wife, mm-hmm. or, or or if there's an immediacy for you to have an heir, you can have a concubine. She'll be the lady of the house. And if you never get a wife, she'll always stay the lady of the house. Any child that she produces is your heir. Now, if you get married and have a wife, the child you have with your concubine is an heir, but the child you have with your wife, uh, you know, is, is ahead of that child. Right. So, that makes sense. No, no. So I was going to add to that, and and part of it too is because, um, and in the David Lynch movie, I actually talks about that. Like he, the Duke says, 
like he there's a quote he says during the movie like in his thoughts about he regrets not marrying her yeah, like yeah yeah and and the reason why and, and and this will also hopefully be in either in probably the third installment of the the dune movie is that he can't marry her because she's technically not royalty that's the reason why and and he has to have just like with the complications with royalty you if he married her it it not denigrates but it it diminishes his 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 um standing because she's not royalty from a great house oh, so they step down from england and then move to america <laughs> Well, I mean, they're, they're actually the Ouch. the they're they're, they're actually I'm being funny, the, dude. I'm being they're funny. actually from Earth. I mean, the, no, all no. of the oh no, no, no that was a hidden that was a jibe at a, at, a, at the at the royal family, bro. No, <laughs> yeah, just... But no, no, but I mean, that's that's basically yeah, because he could have. I mean, it's not nothing could have stopped him, but yeah. in order to maintain like the outside standing with the other houses. Right. He had he couldn't make her a queen. She yeah, had yeah. to maintain a just in case one of the other houses said we have a daughter we want you to marry. Yes. He married the daughter. It's a, it brings both houses together. Yeah, it's, and, it makes the empire even makes his empire even stronger. Yeah, just like Game of Thrones. The right. way they do it in Game right. of Thrones, where right. it's they, they pair together like it's royalty. You have to be you can have a concubine and he could have actually just still had and he, he could have actually one. He, yeah. Yes, he could have had one as like a a queen who's a figurehead, yeah. and then he could have had his actual concubine who he's actually, you know, coupling with uh, behind the scenes. Okay. Okay. So now, so now, so now, and to elaborate more on, on the story so far, when Reverend Mother Helen Gaius Mohim came, you know, who's she's like one of the top Reverend Mothers of the Bene Gesserit, you know, to test Paul with the Gamjabar. Um, so basically, and she said to her, you know, you were ordered to have a son. I mean, to have a daughter. So the Bene Gesserit are so powerful, they can control their bodies. I mean, they're, they're witches, you know, they have complete mastery of their bodies. And so in that universe, the women decide the, the, the sex of the child and not the man. So because Lady Jessica is so madly in love with Duke Leto Atreides, she gave him a son instead of a right. daughter. Mm -hmm. But when you watch this movie, you don't feel like they're madly in love. Yes, just I, like I, I was mean, saying. Now, yeah, exactly. Now, now, now they have Oscar Isaac as Duke Lito. They have him say, you know, I should have married you. Right, right. So he changed it. But but like what Jose Lito said in the movie and in the book, Duke Lito was thinking that he never told her that per se. So in the book, were they madly in love? Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. And what, yes. And what was the evidence Duke Lito of was that? Guarded. Duke Lito was guarded, but he loved her deeply. What was the evidence of it? The fact it... that Paul was he he she manipulated Paul to be a, a boy. That so, was a big but, that was a big deal. But the information was still relating to this relating this movie because I knew that from from her saying that like you know you know you post a you know and so I knew that she wanted to give him a son and the, but the you, woman but you over don't her see the passion you don't you don't really even when you see them in bed. It... Okay, the examples you guys gave. I'm saying they said that in. They, they, no, they, you know, I, I agree with you that they so, said it, but the way it came across in the movie, it felt a little rushed. Like Oscar Isaac, I think, could have been a great Duke Leto, but he didn't have enough time. Do you, I mean, do you think, <laughs> this is a crazy question, but um, you know, uh, Oscar, 
that actor was always paired up with Jessica Chastain. I yeah. was wondering, what if they just... I mean, maybe her name would have been too big for that movie, but what if they just had her as Lady Jessica? I mean, I mean they, that, the that chemistry cool. between the two of them is so, like, strong. I mean, I agree. Look, Rebecca Ferguson is great, and before the movie ended, you know, she was starting to blossom. I just didn't like how I, they waited well, to do that I on think, the desert. I think <laughs> Rebecca Ferguson is a great actress, but I think with her... I think the only thing about Rebecca Ferguson is she comes off as too intense, intense, which I think for Jessica doesn't work because Jessica, from the, what I get from that character, from the book, yeah, she's books, she's, she's I mean, she's like pragmatic and she's also like she can, she's badass and yeah, she's Ferguson is bad, subtle. but she's, she's also, subtle. but she's also there's a the thing with Dune is like there's a this. There's the two. There's men and women, right? Mm -hmm. And men are a certain way, and women are a certain way. That's the one thing about this. And I'm curious if because of the 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 climate now with with gender and how things are becoming more like genderless, Dune is one of the themes of Dune is the idea that men are a certain way mm -hmm. and women are a certain way. And one of the things with Jessica you know being a woman is that she's a badass yeah. but she also doesn't sacrifice her femininity meaning she still no, has she like a very she can be nurturing as a mother she can be nurturing and loving as a lover but she can also be a warrior when when she's needed to be a warrior that's the cool thing but ferguson i think as an actress she's a great actress but i think she's too one-sided like i haven't seen her in a movie where she she doesn't come off as um, she comes off as cold to me. Her characters always come off as cold, even in the Mission Impossible movies. She doesn't have that. What would be an example of what you guys are saying? There wasn't there wasn't enough scenes between Duke Lado and, and Lady Jessica where you see them as a couple. It was all tense and stressful. Hmm. You, so it's like you. It's, I mean, you all. I mean, it, it's almost. You, you it's didn't even know they were Paul's parents. It's almost. It's, it's almost <laughs> as if I, I knew, I, it's. It's almost as if the characters in this movie kind of knew what was going to happen in the future. So it's like they were already acting like tense as if they, not that they knew what was going to happen, but it's like, mm -hmm. like there was never a moment of like in the David Lynch version, right? Yeah. I, okay. I, I don't want to say like as if the David Lynch is like the ultimate Bible, but the, in the David Lynch version. It is for me. <laughs> in the David Lynch version, the characters do what they're doing, and they also there's like a there's moments when they're also like enjoying and and also relaxed, meaning like like regular people. Like, okay. but in this version, it always seems like they it's great that they set up like it's tense from the very beginning, yeah. but it's almost as if the characters like kind of like they couldn't just be regular people well, who rely you know what i'm saying like there was no yeah. it was well, always tense it was always tense yeah, I, 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 yeah. I agree jason i think that was the choice of the director just because like like you said you never got a chance to see them really normal except for like the sit down thing for breakfast but but if you're starting a movie with basically a shift in in placement and stuff like you know like you're taking these drug kingpins you know high rise and over their operations uh I think that it starts on that. So yes, there's there's tension just from where it started. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an example, Jason, uh, from one of um, this director's uh, movies, one of his other movies, Sicario. 
right? Mm-hmm. Sicario is a perfect example of what what I mean in terms of like where you jump back and forth between like how the characters act, which adds to the surprise when something surprising happens. So Sicario, if obviously I think you guys have seen that movie, mm-hmm. is so tense. The whole yes. movie is like all tense. But there's a moment in that movie, if you guys remember when um, is it Emily Blunt? Emily mm-hmm. Blunt meets that guy in the bar, the guy who plays Punisher. What's his name? That actor who plays Punisher. He was also in Ferrari versus Ford. He played Lee Iacocca, that the guy buff guy, and also Walking Dead. When he, she meets him at the bar, it's, it's and, John Bernthal. Yeah, yeah, Bernthal. Yeah, Bernthal. Yeah. Thank so you. if you remember when she takes him to her apartment. And she makes out with him, mm-hmm. and then when like the surprise when she finds out that he's really like you know a bad guy, right. that was a surprise because you saw. I'm not saying that they, but but there you can do that. Like it's a that movie is so tense, but there was still a moment where you can have where the characters are not acting as if like they're always tense all the meaning like there's a suspension of disbelief where like as normal people. Like it's just that like when I saw this movie, I always felt like did these characters like it's as if they told them like you know oh you guys something bad is gonna happen, and so they have to always act like you know what if, if I don't know if that makes sense, but no, no. it's it's like they knew way ahead of time, so it dictated how they yeah. acted, and they always like that's why like Jessica there was never moments when Jessica and and Duke Leto were like intimate as a couple because they always like. We're acting like as like they have to be prepared on the d- defensive. So yeah. when he's assassinated, that like I don't I mean it just felt like because it was always tense. Then it's kind of like you knew that was gonna happen if you didn't never watch or read the books mm-hmm. because they set it up that way. Then it's like oh it's not a surprise that he got assassinated because it's no, already it like wasn't. everybody yeah everybody was all tense all the time. There That's was never, a fail. That's a yeah. fail. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I understand. That's a good point. No, I, no, I understand. But I'm just saying the reason it felt like that because of where it started in the movie. And but, yeah. but to, to me, to me, like the the light stuff was like when, um, and like I said, I'm bad with the names, but like, like when Paul, like when you see, you know, like Duncan Idaho, and just like their little, you know, their rapport and stuff, and how he was just so that happy was great. To see him. So stuff yeah, like that, that I thought good. was really cool. Or, or him just being like a kid and just not trying to be bothered. And his mom is always trying to give him a lesson. And you know, yeah, she's like, no, no, me. he's like, mom, you know, this is this is first thing in the morning. I'm tired, you know. So, so stuff yeah. like that. And his moment with his with his dad, and he was like talking about kind of like you know like legacy. And and, and you know, I didn't want this ring either. And and I uh-huh. found my way to it. And you might find your way to it too. That was I, that was a to, good to, scene. To, I like that me, scene. Yeah. All that stuff was was not tense. It was kind of like man. It made me. It, it gave me. And then the whole thing about you know, even if you're nothing else, you were my son. Like stuff like that to me. Those were moments. Those were like those. Were- those were great moments. But we're, we're, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Jessica and and, and Leto. Yeah, but, but we're just talking. No, but what we were actually talking about was the tenseness. And I'm just saying yeah. these are the okay. moments where they acted normal and human. Is what okay. I my point that I was making. Okay. Um, another so- another thing I'd like to add um, before I actually I forgot about. That. I was going to bring this up before, but I, I'll bring it up now so I don't forget. So I think one one of the like. The first mistake, in my opinion, that this movie did was the very beginning when Zendaya is narrating and talking about the 
Harkonnen. That's another mistake, calling them Harkonnen. Harkonnen. It's Harkonnen. Thank it's Harkonnen. you, brother. But anyway. Thank you. When oh. they have Zendaya <laughs> narrate, I thought that was the biggest mistake that the director made. Okay. The reason why is because you want Zendaya's character to be a mystery. Because now, when Paul has his yep. um, premonitions about her, Oh, what's the surprise? Gee, you know, yeah, he's gonna meet her. So when he meets her, like, there's nothing because, like, that's the whole thing. Think about, think about it this way: if if that movie started out with somebody else narrating, you could even had like, like in the original, the uh, the the emperor's daughter, because she in the book, Princess she's actually, she's, she's mm. actually the historian that writes yes. the story about this. Yes, you could have actually ended. People would be like, "Who is this person?" Because they don't, you never see, you'll never see her until near the end of the the story. Mm. That would have added intrigue. But they're so afraid of the Lynch's version and comparing. But don't, it. <laughs> and don't don't have Zendaya talk at all I until agree. he actually meets her because I it agree. adds the mystery of when he's having this premonitions and it's very beautiful. You see like the the way the lighting is when it shows her mm-hmm. and it's like man it's mysterious. And then when he meets her, man that's like powerful. But then you have her narrating in the beginning that totally diminishes his his vision because it's like the audience already knows who she is. So right I, on. I think that was one of the biggest mistakes in that movie is the very beginning, having her narrate. It, it diminishes her character, in my opinion. I agree. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I definitely agree. So what do y'all think of the Duncan the Idaho character, which I think is a very interesting name. Jason but... Lamore was great as Duncan Idaho. He brought him to life. He did a good job. I liked him. Yeah, yeah I did like him. I did. And I, I actually liked um, the Gurney Halleck character. Josh better, Brolin. Better than I think I, I'm not gonna disparage uh Patrick Stewart because he's I think he's a great actor. <laughs> right. But I will have to admit that the way Josh Brolin did him is actually more I don't wanna say it's accurate, but he brought an intensity for how I thought that the character was because basically um the background on Gurney Halleck was he was a prisoner on the on Kiri Prime. Like he was tortured and suffered at their hands so mm. the way that Brolin does it is exactly the way like constantly intense and like constantly telling Paul don't underestimate the Harkonnen because they're, an- they're brutal he's right he, he did it perfectly I love this character yeah. it, and Duncan Idaho yeah. also has a background with the Harkonnen planet he's from he's from Gideon Prime as well so these are both two men who fled Gideon Prime and wind up becoming loyal Atreides soldiers but you don't really learn that for a long time. So I'm not even, but no, you're right, Jose Lito. Yeah, Josh Brown did a great job in that. He did. When he talked about, you know, the harkonnens and animals, the way he looked at Paul in his face when he told him, yeah. that was a great scene. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting because I was wondering if he was exaggerating to keep him on no. point and whatnot. And, um, but, but I think that I was kind of cool with that training scene was when he was like, never have your back to me. You never have your back to the door, yeah. you know? And he's like, well, I know your footsteps. And so I thought it was so I like I like the uh, the payoff for that later on yes. when he was you yes. know Hayes with spice and and he walks up to him because I, he didn't even know where he was and you and, and even in the same the storm he's like I know your footsteps yeah. like I, 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 that was beautiful I, I will oh, admit yeah. that that was yeah. a good scene that was, was. an ad, that was, was an beautiful. added that was an added scene like that okay. was not in the in that I will admit yeah. that that was that was a nice. 
it you was. know, it that was, was so a nice cool. uh, connecting the dots, connecting yeah. the, uh, yeah. the completing the circle of, yeah. of that. Pre- that was good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 I, thought, I, I thought it was very interesting. I yeah. I missed so we we got the scene where the Duke was more concerned when he was out in the desert and he saw the factory and he was more concerned about saving the factory workers than the spice and he said, damn the spice. Love that it. was a, yeah, that was a great scene. But once again, I feel like Lynch's version of that was better because mm-hmm. Leah Kynes had the internal dialogue. He looked at the Duke, he said, Wow, he's more concerned about the spice. And he's more concerned about the men than the spice. He thinks to himself, I like this Duke. I think I might like this Duke. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> pivotal. So that wasn't in the new version. You saw her look at him, and then, yeah. she, uh, and then she said, "You know, take care of your family." Care of your family, right? Which yeah. is your heads was, up. Yeah, I, I, I mean, figured something was going down. I think because 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 it yeah. wasn't because regardless, you could tell that she was. Um, I didn't know why or how, but I knew she couldn't say. So so her answers was very short and kind of cryptic. Like he's saying straight up, "You set us up to fail." We gave you the best we had. They're just old. So you can see all the stuff that this back and forth with them where, where he's trying to say this, this, that, and she's like acknowledging, but not confirming what he what, what the truth might be. So they had a lot of that going on, which I thought was very cool. So when so when she saw him say that, like screw those, screw the spice, you know, those are the people, and she gave him that look, I understood that she was just thinking, like, yeah, this is this is the this guy, you know, this guy's, you know, that he's looking out for the people. So I, I took it. I understood it when I. When yeah, I saw but they the underplayed it. I mean, what they wrote was okay, but I mean, from the book and the original movie, it, mm-hmm. it wasn't enough for me because well, it was too cryptic. You know, think- because because I mean, that whole scene is, is one of the reasons why Leah Kynes decides to help Paul and Jessica. And, I mean, and, and, and I know that, but missing that dialogue, yeah, it kind of, it, it hurt that scene. It, it hurt because I, I wanted people to see that Leah was like, okay, this this Duke is cool. Wow. Yeah. Leah was shocked because okay. most people don't, you know, no, save the spice. They've been so brainwashed to save the spice at all costs. He had to force them to evacuate. So that kind of happened I, on I, this I one too. more than what yeah. I got, huh? Yeah, I thought it was interesting because I, I did because when they because it's almost like they was kind of arguing back and forth with each other, saying like, "Hey, get off!" Basically, and they were kind of like almost like they're gonna go down with the ship. I'm thinking like, no, it's somebody. So that that also showed that what they were used to dealing with before, where they would have just let that let them butts die. So I thought it was very interesting that you could see the first like like they had to almost actually pull the people out of there. Like they yeah. had to risk their life almost more than they should have, because like in most yeah. situations, people would have ran to the ran to the ship, not even wanting them to jump onto the ship. But they had to go out there and kind of direct them, like, "Come on over." And so, that shows you how the Atreides are good people. I mean, yeah, so, and, that and, part was great. And how they were treated before. Yes, with the, with the yeah, other folks. Yeah, yes. they're, they're not like what, because obviously the Fremen and 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 the just assumed that they're just like every other colonizer that comes into this right, planet they're right. just gonna like treat us like chattel and we're just right you know we're just they're just here for the spice that's all right. they are we're just like we're a dollar sign to them basically right right or whatever their money <laughs> whatever their currency is yeah. i can't remember so so even though i don't recommend this film like i said because i'm divided on it i didn't hate it but i didn't love it um 
I am I am here for the the sequel to it for part two. Now I, I was told it's supposed to be three segments, one, two, and three, kind of like Lord of the Rings. But then someone are like, oh, it's just one and two. What's it supposed to be? <laughs> I, 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 Does anyone know me. yet? I huh? find it hard to believe that they can finish it in the second one because the first one was so drawn out yeah. and, and, and not a lot. If you think about it, not a lot actually happened. I mean, big yeah. stuff happens, but in terms of the storyline, like they barely cover in a, a lot of the storyline. So I find it hard to believe that they'd be able to finish it all. It's going to be without, three segments. It's going to be yeah, three. It's got like Lord of the Rings. Segments. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's going to work. It, it will work. I, 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 yeah. So we'll Yeah, we'll see. I think with this, what's going to happen is, I think it's going to be one of those things like for me, like with Lord of the Rings, like I obviously, like I watched Lord of the Rings. I didn't like Lord of the Rings, but I it's like you my watched brother. it. It's like you, I my watched, brother. Jose I watched it. I watched it <laughs> my other because brother besides I knew, Jason. <laughs> because I knew there was going to be Ashton, but I actually didn't like Lord of the Rings. Just I, it's going to be the same for time, dude. People huh? are going to watch it because they're going to be compelled to see the Ashton, but. Yeah. Like the ones who are diehard Doonies, like me and Keith, are probably not gonna like the rest of the series. But we will obviously watch it because we want yes. to see what happens. Yes. And we'll we'll probably enjoy. I will. I know I probably enjoy the action, but I think I'm not gonna like the way that the characters are gonna be. I mean, I, I don't know, but from yeah. the way this was, I think I'm not gonna. Like, but it, but. You know, unlike Heat, I will. I think I, I like I said, I, I still would recommend this because it's still a good movie in the yeah. sense of like it's compelling, but in terms of the way it harkens back to the original, I yeah. don't like the way that they did that. So, so what did y'all think about the Javier Bardoon character? What's his name? He was great as Stilgar. He was Stilgar? Okay, it was good. Yeah, he was good. I, like I thought that was, I thought that was brilliant when he, he was went up there, <laughs> and he had nothing to say. He didn't care about the guards and stuff. That is almost showed how much of a badass he was because he walked yeah. up to the Duke like it was no problem, and and I thought it was just I, I loved that he just read him. He just looked him up and down, and said that's all I had to say, and just, just turned his back on him and just walked out. <laughs> Yeah. And, he, and, he, and then he told Paul, "It's like I, you know, I recognize you." And I thought, "Wow, that's crazy." So, yeah. and then, um, yeah, and, and it's funny because he's played some crazy characters, but to me, he seemed more human in that than I've seen him in any other movie he's done. And that's and that's hard to. And he was an alien on this one, so I thought it was just very funny that on this is when I finally see him, you know, being a character that I can kind of understand coming from him. So I, I thought that was interesting. Um, what did you guys think of the Baron? Now, I remember the Baron, one thing I do remember from the um, the David Lynch movie was the Baron was crazy looking. Uh, so what did you think of this interpretation of I I, of I actually like, I actually like this Baron because I think, I think the Lynch, I one of the things in the Lynch one, like I think the Baron in the Lynch one was, was good. But in the sense that he was good, like in a kind of not uh, in a co- in a comic way, not comic as in funny, but like like he felt fulfilled the role. The David Lynch uh, Baron, in my opinion, fulfilled the role as a great villain. Mm-hmm. But this Baron in this version, I think, is closer to how I would see him in real like. Like the one in in David Lynch felt like more of a caricature of the Baron, like 
it's like yeah. very shallow like it's good yeah. but this one like there's that depth to the baron and this one like a mysterious depth and a sinisterness to him because he doesn't say much but mm-hmm. it's more of his actions which makes him actually in my opinion more sinister and if i don't know obviously you don't know the his the history but the baron was at one time was very handsome don't tell very good to... looking okay well that might not does that play, does, wait does that play into the movie at all the fact well, that no it doesn't movie? so you can so, tell so that's, 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 that's fine it doesn't yeah, but it is that's true but it is yeah, connected so. it is connected with 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 um uh the hmm? the Bene Gesserit okay uh, I won't uh, say no I won't say I won't you say. cannot talk about that okay I won't I won't some of that is tied to the movie or or should be that's okay that's true, yeah. that's true. <laughs> but I, I will I will say that I love I love the the Baron the way they did the Baron in this one I think it was very it was well done it was well yeah. done so I agree with Jose Lito so Kenneth, Kenneth McMillan who played the Baron in David Lynch's version was brilliant I mean, for the longest time, I thought that's how the Baron looked in the comic. I mean, in the, in the book, mm-hmm. until I realized, no, that's not how he looked. David Lynch exaggerated him, gave him all those ugly boils and stuff. Uh, yeah, so he was like a character. He was a caricature. But here's the thing, though. He was so evil. He was so villainous. He was so vile. He's so unforgettable. I mean, he's yes. my favorite out of all the Barons. But, the, but, but this new Baron is more like the book. Um, he's more how the Baron would look, and his 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 subtleness is so evil. Yeah, I, mean, I will say, yeah, <laughs> he's very okay. Yeah. So, so the Baron in in David Lynch's movie is kind of like me, like the way uh, uh, Suicide Squad. What's her name? Margot Robbie's character. Um, what's her? Okay, Harlequin. So I hate, I don't like, I told you guys um, mm-hmm. that I don't like Suicide Squad because I don't like the premise of like rooting for Harley, Harlequin because Harlequin mm-hmm. is a, a psychotic character that kills people. I'm not, I have no, so for me. He was a psychiatrist too, Like the, the, the David Lynch <laughs> Baron, I love him because he's like a great bad guy, but he makes him like lovable. This version Baron I'm actually scared of him. Like it's like the way he should be, where like I don't empathize with him at all. Like I'm actually scared. Like he's actually one of those villains where you're scared if the main character gets stuck in a room with them type of thing. Like yeah, yeah. I, the David Lynch version, I love that Baron. He's a bad guy, but the way he he kind of is very he, the way he flourishes the the acting of that character actually makes him likable too. This one, I'm I'm scared of actually. This one, this I, version is is just scary because he's sinister. He's more and, sinister. And, and, and I was tripping out too when he started floating up. I'm like, does he have like a like a snake body? I was trying to figure out what was going on because I didn't no, realize no, he, he was suspensions. just floating. Yeah, so uh, I did. Kind of, yeah. I seen him lit up on his back, but I didn't know when yeah. I first seen him rise I, up. I'm thinking like, I, what's going I, on I will, with that? I will say that they they did that. That I like that version better because if you remember yes. when he rises up. He has that, like, it look, mm-hmm. not a cape, but he has that. So yes. it makes him look longer, right? Yeah. So uh-huh. it totally uh-huh. was a great yeah. effect. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was so a great was, effect. I thought it was pretty cool. And, and um, yes. I think his name is St- Stalin Starsgaard. And it's so well. funny because he's like, you know, he's the doctor on the Thor movies. So I've yes. seen him on other stuff. So to see him yes. in this movie was such a trip. And I'm thinking like, man, he's, he's channeling Marlon Brando in this. 
Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's a trip. So. Or did Marlon Brando channel the Baron? <laughs> Apocalypse Now. Because that's, that's the funny part, because Dune was written in 1965. So, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but reading yeah. and doing your interpretation of something, that's that's oh, yeah. kind of like, you know, oh, that's, yeah. that's kind of different. But it is interesting how Lynch does his stuff and he does his Lynch stuff just like, I don't know, like 89 Batman. Like, that's an interpretation. Like, the first one was kind of like more like Batman. And the second one, when they asked Tim Burton to come back, that was Batman on Tim Burton. So it yeah. wasn't, it was exaggerated. It wasn't yeah. the same as our yeah. straightforward Batman. So right. when you have strong directors, sometimes you get that little interpretation. It was cool. Sometimes it adds to the situation. Um, but Kenneth McMillan though, his Baron was fun because he he enjoyed being evil. He really, he really, he really enjoyed what he was doing. He but was getting gotta, off on but you gotta party the Trady's demise. <laughs> he, he, he did make, I mean, for, for me, he, he made him likable. No, so he did. I, no, I, I mean, agree it depends you. on how he did. you he did. want, like, but this Baron, like. No, he's not likable. He's I, creepy. I'm actually, he's I'm, creepy. I'm, yeah, yeah I, there's I'm nothing with you on that. I, I like. You he's know, too like, subtle. I can't, I can't like. He's too calm. Yeah, which, he's too calculating. He's which, too. Which makes him, yeah, yeah which will make yeah. him a great, actually, a, probably a better Baron in, in that agree. sense. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So now we should be getting more from Dave Batista because Dave Batista plays his nephew, you know, the Beast Raban, Glasser Raban. So we didn't get a whole lot of him, but yeah. that'll get fleshed out in part two. And you get to see uh, Raban's brother, Fade, who was played by Sting in, in, in the original movie. Did they so, say. Who, we, who did they say who plays Fade? Don't even know who one? Fade is. Okay. We don't know. Okay. So you know we haven't seen the Emperor. So they so what this film did, what this film didn't do, um, which was surprising, and I don't know if I feel good or bad about it. We didn't see the Emperor. We saw the Emperor's planet, Sadakar. Uh, uh, He's mentioned no, a few no, no, times no. too. No, 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 no. Secundus. That's the that's that's the Emperor's planet. Actually. Uh, Keith, uh, Seleucus Secundus is not his planet. That's the prison planet. Thank you. Okay. That's that's uh, yeah, a little you. background. Yeah, that's the pl prison right. planet where all of the um, prisoners are put, and then they're like under the so, guise of a prison. They're trained to be like military so, military so, so, people. So our cars are trained there. His yeah. his, his his army. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, that's his prison yeah. planet. So we saw yeah. that, but we didn't get to see the Emperor yet. We, and we haven't seen Fade. So, and usually at this point in that film, we would have saw them. So he, so there's anticipation. So I don't know what Denise going to do next. I mean, we'll see how all that unfolds in part two. Yeah, and that's what kind of puts us in a funny place. One, that you know information about it before. And two, this could be a whole, this, this doesn't, we don't know if it's going to switch up and have a whole different thing at the end, we don't know. And it's so, it's interesting in the first place to even have to discuss, uh, you know, a half or a part of a movie anyway. It's not, it's kind of not fair because we don't really know the the rest of it because it could stick to landing and it could just crash and burn. We don't know. Um, but like I said, for, for me, for the most part, it had a lot of heart and world building for me that, that I could stick with. Um, but I didn't have the um, the conflict stuff, so um, I was I, it wasn't bumping against anything. But just as a movie, it's a little long winded. But I don't mind slow burns as long as I'm interested in the characters and you pace it out good enough with other things going on, like with action or little twists or whatever. And so for me, I had those things in there to to at least hold me um, until the the next movie. 
I think it was very dangerous, like I said before, to even split a movie like this because you don't have the whole big picture and you're just getting a portion and it's brand new. That's a rough sell for folks. Because yeah, sometimes people, we have too many and, options. We could we could go somewhere else. We're, we're going to wait a year and, for somebody to and, give me yeah, the rest of the story. And it's, and it's not like Dune is not as much as, you know, it's popular. It's a, it's a cult following. It's yeah. not Star Wars where people like, like, love it so much that they're willing to wait like right. you're right i mean it's dangerous like i know that whatever the finances maybe might have made it difficult but what i would have done is i would have already filmed all of the movies and i would have released all of them within the same year i won't yeah. i wouldn't do that nobody wants to wait unless it's like or no, the I mean, following the year or following christmas yeah. or something yeah mm. look at look at the yeah. matrix i mean I, the Matrix can get away with that because they've already established such a cult, like a big, not a cult following, an actual popular following. Because and they and they complete the, the original story too. They had a complete story, so yes, anything extra exactly. would just be be icing on the cake. Well, we already had exactly, the cake with the first exactly, movie. Exactly. You're right. You're right. But this one hasn't done that yet. So, no. you know. This is Jay, and I hope you're enjoying the conversation so far. I just want to let you know that this conversation is part of a larger conversation that continues on the next episode. Thanks for listening.